All right, guys, welcome to another awesome edition of Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and microphones. People, I am Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith. With me, as always, my co-host and heterosexual life partner. This is the part where you say your name. Michael the Master Milker Segovia. You motherfucking right, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I know, I was thinking about that last night. Want to spife, or spife. I want to spiff up the uh, the intro a little bit. Been kind of getting lax on that, but yeah. So I wanted to throw that in there. How you doing there, friend? I'm pretty solid, man. Long uh, time no see. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Been like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, if that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking too that when you said that, I was like, when was last night? Oh yeah, I just saw him last night, mm-hmm. and then I saw you on Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I was thinking about that too. Uh, and it's funny, we were talking about Lethal Weapon before, just thinking in Lethal Weapon 3, Riggs, it's just, it's reversed because Murtaugh's black with the family, mm-hmm. and Mur- or Riggs is the fucking bachelor, white dude bachelor guy, <laughs> but it's just like, it's the same thing, but opposite for us, because like, I felt like Riggs walking in, he's like, laundry service! <laughs> like, <laughs> come, like, coming in, just like, Kaya, take this downstairs, please, and go throw that in the washer for me, buddy. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny just going into your fridge and just acting like it's my fridge. Just like, where's the fucking where's this water? Here we go. Uh, yeah, that makes me happy. So yeah, that's definitely gonna keep happening because that, I've just in the two times I've come over, I've saved fucking twenty bucks. <laughs> Not having to do laundry. There you, you go. Just do it at your place. Yeah, hell yeah. <sighs> I miss having a laundry machine, washer and dryer. <laughs> it's the small things in life, man. People you don't realize, <laughs> you take for granted, like being able to do your fucking laundry. At your house, yeah, without having to worry about getting stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Uh, but yeah, sorry, I cut you off. How you doing, there, friend? I'm good, man. Did the vasectomy. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty tender. Mm-hmm. I know. Last night you were. Uh, yeah, I could see it in your face, dude. Like it was funny too. It, well, it wasn't funny, but kind of funny. Um, the night started. You were like, "Yeah, let's do it." You're cutting up pizza. Like you're doing work and everything, and you're fine. You're smiling, laughing. And then, like, we got maybe 20, 30 minutes into that game of Cards Against Humanity, and you were, like, immediately just like, hmm, can we wrap this shit up? Yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> can go now. <laughs> I've had my fun. Yeah, yeah. I know that you still had fun. We were laughing, but, like. Hell, yeah, I it was a good tell, time. I could tell you were definitely uncomfortable not yeah. really wanting to sit on that wooden fuck. I can see you shifting right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dude, and that, you have a pillow underneath you right now. I think it has a lot to do because I'm not wearing that jock strap anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing is uncomfortable. Because I got rid of it. It was kind of, like. Oh, destroyed. Bloody, yeah. oh, okay. We'll get a new one. Yeah, I thought about it, but I was like, I'm only going to wear it for, like, another day. And then. I'm if it makes your balls feel better. I think I would be doing that <laughs> for sure. And yeah. now you're not bleeding from the surgery, so <laughs> you might be able to, you know, preserve this one. <laughs> for what? I, you know, you know, dude, fucking 2v2 in the yard. I don't know. <laughs> what, you don't jock up for that? <laughs> Come on, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? 2v2 in the yard. <laughs> dude, those gunfights in Call of Duty, those things are fun. Really fun. They used to have it on the... Uh, Black Ops 2, I used to play it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harley, what's up? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. He's the one that turned me on to that shit. We should start playing that instead of... Gun game? No, no, no. Gunfight. Or... Gun game is where you have... Yeah, the like, they give you each gun. Exactly. Yeah. Gunfight is 2v2 in the yard, and they're just smaller maps, 
and that's the other thing that's cool is like I've never played any of those maps before and now it's like I'm learning those maps we should start playing that we can do that yeah for sure absolutely sorry sidetrack um yeah but you got the you got the procedure done last Friday so it's been yeah. four days mm-hmm. how long did they say it was going to take to recover uh, it varies by the person and how the body just reacts to it. No, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I mean, it wasn't so bad. The procedure, it was obviously weird, but, uh, it was all right. And then like the, the days after weren't so bad. It's just been the last like two days where it's just feels you get sack tap. Yeah. It's like right in that backside of the ball. Ugh, right in the gooch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hitting but it right in the corner. Got <laughs> <laughs> Corn pocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels. But uh, it's uh, it'll be all right. I yeah. think. They I mean, didn't, they didn't give you any pain meds or anything. No, no. I don't even think that would help actually. Because like you're not probably you're not, just put me to sleep and then yeah. let me sleep Which the pain away. But that's all right. No, they just numbed it up. They shot my nutsack up with some lidocaine and. Ah, fuck. Uh, yeah. Yikes! Yikes! Buddy! Yikes! Then they just proceeded to talk. And get it done, and we had a conversation while he was doing it. We talked about video games, and <laughs> yeah, when he was cauterizing it, yeah, it, uh, Spock and yikes, dude. Yep, yep, seen the little smoke sticks. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to just be running around shooting, dumping clips, then yeah. I suggest just get that done. Yeah. But yeah. if you want to have kids, have kids, then get it done. That's yeah. the only reason I did it, man. I'm done with kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done, dude. I like how, like, Essentially, every single time I see you, there's always like one moment during that interaction where you're just like, "Hey, man, you want a kid?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I got three of them, man. Yeah, you can take one if you want. <laughs> yeah, I always try to pawn my kids off so I can just have some quiet time. But <clears throat> somebody's calling me shortly after. They're like, "Can you come get your kid?" Or we have to bring them home. They're not being hey, or they're crying. They miss you. I'm just like, yeah, they miss me because no one else fucking takes them. But that's okay. Is that your passive aggressive way of saying I need to take him? No. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, damn it! I missed the video now <laughs> for that little <laughs> shit right there. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on. What else we got? What else we got over there? What do you got over there? Uh, the monolith. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. So let's talk about the new segment. So we're <laughs> we are going to introduce in the coming weeks a new segment. Um, that's going to be Mike's centerpiece, essentially. We're going to call it the Master Milker's Mysterious Mystery. Um, and Mike, uh, like essentially, everybody, everybody that I've talked to that listens to podcasts, that does podcasts, what makes them good is stuff that you're passionate about. You know what I'm saying? I got some really, really great advice from, uh, from like a national podcaster, uh, uh, Robert Clark Chan, uh, from No One Is Half the Podcast, Science Jerks. Uh, like, he, we actually had a really meaningful conversation, and he said, like, if you're trying to find segments, if you're trying to find the format for the podcast, just talk about stuff that you're, that you're passionate about, that you really want to talk about. And that's the one reoccurring trend with Mike here. Uh, is a lot of scary stuff, mysterious, spooky stuff. That is something that is in his lifeblood. So we are going to introduce a segment again called the Master Milker's Mysterious Mysteries, <coughs> where he's just we're both going to just kind of talk about some crazy, crazy, spooky shit. 
uh, and then weigh in our and with our opinions. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. I think it's going to be hilarious. It's probably going to take us to a lot of really weird places if done properly. Yeah, a lot of weird conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten better with that a little bit. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so the first – we were talking about doing it today, introducing it today, but nah, we wanted to make sure we got the intro right. We got a – Mike actually made a really fantastic uh, – intro song for the uh for the segment well he, he didn't actually do it for the segment but it just works out perfectly for it i really enjoy it i listened to it last night that new one you did too is pretty good i listened to them last night the two that you sent me they're pretty good yeah we'll pl- i'll play around with them again yeah yeah i'll show dude I, yeah yeah that's one thing i have to do like we keep i keep coming over to play games and stuff i need to come over and sit down with you at the computer and yeah show you how to do all that shit like really dive into it um but yeah the the monoliths or the monolith, the the big silver dick that just standing in the sand. Where did it? Where was it first? Uh, in Utah. Utah. Utah was there first. Um, but what's interesting is, as I'm looking at this all on Wikipedia, there's like dozens that have been happening since November, and there was just one yesterday that was just found, but. They're all over the world. I was gonna say they're they're international too, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because some uh, you were saying that these it was uh, college students that got caught on camera doing it, or so what? What's that about exactly? I just heard it on uh, I heard it on Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, they were talking about the monolith <clears throat> and uh, how the fact that there was security camera footage. Yeah, it was Bill Burr. Bill Burr was the guest on Rogan just like a week and a half ago. Um, but they're talking about Bill Burr saw the footage of these kids, these people, like, dissembling, disassembling uh, the monolith. And that, like, simultaneously at the same time, there was another team in, like, Prague or some shit like that, uh, or somewhere in Eastern Europe, uh, putting up another one. But, like, I, you said before that it's, uh, like, a company promotional thing. Yeah, so there was... I want to know what the company is. Yeah, it doesn't say on here, but it says that uh, the origins of these structures varied. Some monoliths were made by artists inspired by news coverage of the original Utah pillar. Others, like the two in Pittsburgh monoliths, were made by local businesses for promotional purposes. So it sounds like the one in Utah, they still don't know what's to deal with. But then a handful of the other ones have been man-made that these businesses are doing just for a promotional thing to mm-hmm. draw attention to them, which, you know, I guess you, you strike when it's hot, right? Um, but there's still a bunch of them that just say that they've been spotted and then they disappeared shortly after. And they're in some pretty weird places. Like on December 6th, one uh, was found in Austria in Katchberg near the B99 road, and then it disappeared shortly after. Like, it just shows up next to a road. Some of these are showing up in the middle of, like, well, like in Utah, in, like, a Red Canyon. Uh, some of them are showing up in next to a daycare. I saw something on here that said a black one showed up just next to a daycare. I want to know how they're anchoring these things. Because what's keeping somebody else from finding it and just going, take that shit and put it in my garage? Maybe the weight? But, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I suppose so. But it's uh, but at see, the same time, if they're if they're gonna bring out like a a heavy machinery, like a piece of heavy machinery to to set this thing down, like you're gonna notice that you're gonna hear it. 
because they're clearly doing this at night, like in, yeah. the, in the, the dawn hours, you know. So like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that uh, there was well, there was one that I had just seen recently that was in the middle of a a, a field somewhere. But there was snow on the ground, and it was like a crop circle around it, and. Sure, we've already kind of debunked how people can do the crop circles over the years, oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. it was really weird to see that. It, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think that it is something more. I don't think it's. I don't personally think it's just man-made. I mean, looking at it, it's super smooth. It's like perfect dimensional. I love your blind optimism, Mike. I lo- that's one of the things I love about you the most, buddy. <laughs> you're always that one guy. It's just like, guys, guys, hear me out. Look how smooth this thing is. <laughs> like, dude, what grit did they use to get it that smooth? Come on. Come right. on. It's like it's like that tunnel down there by the what was it, the Mayans? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lasered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know. I watched Alien vs. Predator the other day. <laughs> Laser that they fucking shoot through the ice. Yeah, that makes sense. It's plausible. It's in the movies. It's a documentary. It's in the shit. I think, really, though, that there's something more to it. I mean, the government came out and said that aliens were real. No, they said that UFOs were real. Okay. Well, that means that then aliens are flying them. I don't know. Who's flying them? Could be the Russians. No. Dude, really? No. Come on. The Russians, no. Come on. And, dude, I'm telling you, you got to watch that Paranormal Caught on Tape show. Dude, there's some... There's some, uh, yeah. What, you, ch- what channel is it on again? Travel channel. Travel channel. I'm telling you, man. It's seriously. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. I'll, get, I'll tell that. There's some story. really crazy stuff on there that you'll see, and you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can believe this. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. This this uh, monolith, to me, for as many places that it's been, it makes me want to get out a map and start red-pinning where they all are, and doing the yarn thing and seeing like all this <laughs> weird shit that's coming. Yeah, man. dude. And seeing what's going on, seeing the room, like in second Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> dude. <laughs> going across the room and shit. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, there's something, there's something behind that. Oh my God. How much, you know, how much money that would cost for anybody just to, to make all of these and then go to all these places here around the world and just drop them off, especially in the, the times that these are happening. But it like, also sounds like it's, it sounds like there's a lot of bandwagon monoliths where like yes. people are just making their own shit and just dropping. Yeah, so like you'd on. have to go through and find the so ones like if you that can aren't find the originals. Like if you can somehow like confirm that these this is the same one mm-hmm. that was here yesterday, then then we can start talking a little bit more in between the lines because that's that's the more impressive thing. If you can move one monolith from the United States to Eastern Europe overnight and have it set up so that by the time people are waking up there with the time change that fucking, you know, people will see it like that. That is on it. That's OK. Explain. Please explain. Right. Yeah, you be going because how long does it take to fly across the ocean? 14 hours. All right. So to go from Los Angeles across America. Oh, you're talking about going. No, no, no. That would have to. You'd have to go from New York over but if it's in los angeles that oh yeah see yeah okay so that's even more the plot thickens like, right so i'm not from, saying it's aliens LA, you'd have but to i'm saying it's LA, aliens you have to go from la to like you have to hawaii, go backwards yeah and then hawaii to like the philippines and then the philippines but you're going down then you'd want to go from like 
but Los I mean, Angeles to Japan and then Japan to like Moscow and then Moscow yeah, to enough. Europe or something yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms right. of like right. gas. But you're right. By doing that, you dude, you're Aren't, not going to have time. But see, that's the thing. Is it the same fucking monolith? No, it's like other different styles and different colors and shit. But now for the ones that are real, they would have to be it would have to be a coordinated thing like hundreds of people have to be involved for like uh security and keeping an eye out on people and setting it all up sure how are you going to get something that big that just you can't you can't just put it on a truck and drive it out someplace and drop it sure you could no there'd be there'd be marks they would see the tire marks and stuff that they would start to check the scene burners (laughs) well the weight of the truck you would see the grass. All right, so if you're going to drive a oh, truck oh, through grass. Ta- oh, leaving it in the grass. Yeah, duh. And then if you're going to drive it into a desert, you're going to see tire tracks from wherever it's going yeah, because of the right. sand. Yeah. Gravel, you'll see the displacement of it. Yeah, they just drop it with a helicopter. You're gonna. You're not going to hear that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a B8 101. Because then they would still think that they'd probably be aliens because there's they those lights that. on the helicopter that they are going to be going skippy. down. Mm-hmm. You know why they call it a skippy? Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> I think that it's something different, man. I don't think that's necessarily just uh, some of them are man-made. Sure. Like this one here in Nebraska, December 3rd, uh, it was found in Holdridge. This monolith was revealed to have been built by the owner of a local welding company. So sure, he probably welded that up real nice. Nice little nickels all the way down, planted it. And now it's like, oh, well, that guy can make uh, welds that nice. Let's go. Let's get into yeah. some business. It seems like a very foolhardy promotional stunt. Seems very expensive. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, if you got the time and money. That's what I'm saying. So I think the real ones are Send actually it. aliens. And then the world's governments are having their people, random little people, just make these little monoliths and put them out for the promotional Aliens thing. come up with the best ideas. And time. so that way it's just like a smokescreen. It's just like, yeah, all right. The first one was crazy, but... There's been like ten that have not been real. So <laughs> you didn't see Jim Bob's. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't see Jim Bob's. Come on, man. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, that there you go, people. There, just a little slight taste of what the Master Milkers' mysterious mysteries. Will yeah, entail. that was more off the dome. So yeah, next yeah. week will be better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, let's move into our reoccurring segment. Uh, one that I am starting to really love because the uh, the feedback from the listeners they're really pulling up some good questions so thank you guys uh but yeah let's jump into the six pack how it works me and mike come into this uh every week and we ask each other our top six favorite things essentially anything anything you want anything you can think of uh, so this week, Mike, do you uh, do you want to lead us off, or do you want me to ask you something? You can lead it off this week. All right. So uh, Alex, our good buddy, uh, Alex Weber from Axel Strat LLC, he, uh, he chimed in with a really good one, something close to my heart, just because I love this topic so very much. So uh, Mike, from Alex, what are your top six favorite horror movies? Uh, Split Beef is on there. <laughs> That's not a horror movie. Oh, horror? Horror oh, movies. Oh, they said horror. <laughs> I want to move. <laughs> <laughs> Always a classic. Always a classic. <laughs> uh, top six horror movies. Scary movies. Scary yeah. movies. Scary movies. Uh, I think it's The Conjuring. 
that the one that's supposed to have uh, uh what's her name uh lauren uh yeah i'm pretty sure it's the conjuring actually let me look at the conjuring is um mira v- or f- something verminga and uh patrick wilson something yeah I'm they play sure the, com- the the couple the Warrens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ed yeah, and yeah. Lorraine Warren. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so yeah, The Conjuring I really like. Uh, all these movies are going to probably be right around that that wheelhouse. Like, okay. I'm not really into the serial killer movies. Okay. But, like, movies uh, 13 Ghosts. I don't know if that's really considered super horror film, but... Dude, it's a scary I movie. I think it is Absolutely. a great movie. I love that movie. Uh, Tony Shalhoub and... Um, Shannon Elizabeth, Matthew, uh, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. So, it's two... Ghost Ship. I like Ghost Ship. Okay. Watched that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's certain ones, dude. Um, just stick with you. What else? I don't watch them often enough to have a top six, mm. but... You've seen enough. Yeah, yeah. To fill it up. Um, Paranormal Activity franchise dude, is probably the top one. By and far, the first Paranormal Activity, bro. Fucked me up. Yeah. Fucked me up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> dude, I remember going to see that shit in the theater <laughs> with... I, don't, I can't remember specifically who all was there, but I know Jeff was there. I do know that. <coughs> Fucking, Fucking Jeff. Jeff <laughs> um, but, yeah, we went to the Ridge, saw it at the Ridge, and then went back. I went back to my dad's house. My dad was out of town. I had the whole house to myself. I remember, and you lived at my dad's house. So you remember the layout. I was at the, the, the refrigerator just filling up my cup of water, and it was just like I had all the lights on <laughs> all the way back to my room. And I'm just like I'm constantly like peeking around the corner down the stairs to the basement, just like don't, just don't, please, <laughs> <laughs> just don't let anything come up from up from down there. And uh, and then yeah, just that quick fucking back to the back to the bedroom. But yeah, that movie fucking jacked me up. That's just bit. at that moment when you peek down there, there's nothing there, and you're finishing up filling up the water, then you peek down there again, and you see that chick just standing upside down, like spider crawling towards no, that's you. That's not how they do it. That's not how they do it. You no, not in that stairs. movie. You look down the stairs, there's nothing. You hear a little, like, creak. You look down the stairs, there's nothing again. You're like, pew, pew, pew. And then when you turn around, she's right there, and that's how they do it. That's how they get you the jump scare. That shit was, fuck that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that movie jacked me up. Continue, I'm sorry. Uh, So what was that? That was... You got 13 Ghosts, The Conjuring, Ghost Ship. Uh, the Paranormal Activity Paranormal Franchise. Paranormal Activity Franchise, that's four. Um, 28 Weeks Later. A zombie, scary one. zombie. Okay, all right. Different yeah, avenue, different lane, but still fucking equally as scary. Yeah, because the the main character, forget his name, but Cillian Murphy. He looks like my dad when he would be shaved and he was younger. Mm-hmm. So like to see him in that, it freaked me out. And for a while, man, it was actually funny story about that. So one time I watched uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, and then I went by someone's house to uh, take some ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And we took the ecstasy. We started just watching. Uh, I think it was the Born Supremacy. Good movie. Just watched those movies the other. And then the other week got too. you know a little bit into it. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to see like zombies on the screen. I was like, all right, I haven't done watching TV. But I had a good. <laughs> ni- I had a good night the rest of the night though. It was just it was tripping me out because I had just watched it, and then I'm watching like Matt Damon's face look all distorted, and yeah. I was like, this is weird, man. Yeah, yeah I'm good. It was cool <laughs> afterwards. Good. Everything got chill after that. I can't think of 40-year-old virgin when they're in that little room, Paul Rudd. It's just like, you know, I used to think Matt Damon was a total Streisand, but uh, in this movie, he's 
ripping ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, speaking of which, I got something to send you that you can see. My buddy Corey sent it to me about uh, Damon and Affleck. Okay. Pretty interesting conspiracy little thing, but oh, okay. Uh, sorry, we had that's five. That's five. One more. One more. I would say. Hmm. I don't know. Uh. Shit. Hmm. I liked the first Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, with uh, Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one was a good one too. It's not super scary, but Mm-mm. I liked it. That's a good choice, though. I like it. it's very, uh, very unique. Very creative. They're they're technically horror movies, but they're different lanes. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So to recap, we got The Conjuring, Thirteen Ghosts, Ghost Ship, uh, Paranormal Activity franchise, um, uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, and um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Well done. I like it. <coughs> I mean, like me personally, I'm a purist. <laughs> so like it all goes back. And see there's a difference between scary movies that I that are my favorites and then scary movies that I just enjoy watching just mm-hmm. cuz like once you that's the thing that sucks about scary movies is once you watch them, like you know where all the jumps are, you know when it's coming. So like there's a difference between the two where you like you can just watch the movie because you enjoy watching it. Or you just watch it because you want to get scared. Uh, so, like, I, I would say for sure the original um, the original Halloween, that's a big one. Same with uh, Child's Play. 13 Ghosts is definitely on that list. I love that movie so much. It's so campy and dorky, but, it, like, the first time I saw that shit, I was like, dude, this is fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Definitely um, Paranormal Activity, the first one. Like I said, that one really impacted me hard. That that was the first one that I legitimately like left the theater scared, which is n- – that never happens. Because, like, I've been watching scary shit since I was, like, fucking six, man. My mom <laughs> – thank you, mom. We, we talked about it over Halloween. Uh, she, she really broke me in quite early with the scary stuff. So God bless her for it because it's now my favorite shit in the world. I think the scariest movie I saw when I was a kid was It. Ooh, there's a good one. But there's a good one. I just got HBO Max too, and the second chapter's on there. I should watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Tim Curry's the shit. I love that guy. Just watched Congo the other day. He's uh, that Hamolka, Doctor Hamolka. Um, what else? What else? I like some of the reboots. The rebooted Friday the Thirteenth was good. I really liked that. I enjoyed watching that one just because like. That's the one thing that always sucks about the old slasher movies from the 80s. Like, they were these superhuman killers, but, like, you never saw, like, how they actually did it and how they really operated. It was just like, oh, shit, he's in that room. Let's go to this house, and then he's in this room. Fuck! Like, how did he go from here to there? And, like, people have said, like, there's, you know, teleportation powers and stuff. Like, nah, come on, man. You're just fucking stretching. But, uh, but with the Friday the 13th reboot, they really made it real. They grounded it in realism. You had, like, you know, a series of tunnels underneath camp crystal lake which is such a cool idea uh and you know showed him using like a compound bow and you know he was really creative with the ways that he was killing those kids which is lovely (laughs) um (laughs) uh but uh the last one i'd say probably would have to be mm, 
I don't know, man. Maybe Scream, the first Scream. That one really impacted me, too. Always a classic, too, though. Yeah, You're making, was it, Scream 12? <laughs> yeah, right. No shit. The MTV series, ironically enough, the first season was actually pretty good. Yeah, we watched some of it that one time when you came over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, what do you got for me? What are your top six beers? Hmm, my top six beers. Well, right on the top of that list, obviously, good old Foggy Geezer, mm-hmm. War Pigs, uh, McKellen Brewery. Gotta love that stuff. Um, they actually just released a new one called Four Phantoms, which is quite delicious. I enjoy that one, so that'll probably come up close second. Um, Happy Place. Happy Place is a good one. That's probably my third or fourth spot. Now, these are just beers that I like to drink, just like, yeah, you know. There's only six beers you could drink for the rest of your life. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah, Foggy, Phantom, Happy Place, uh, Sierra Nevada's um, Little Hazy IPA. Um, oh, I forget what brewery it is. Shit. But it's that that peanut butter milk stout. That one was so good. I've had that a few times. It's so goddamn good. Um, and so foggy phantom, happy place, peanut butter milk stout. Oh, I got two more. Oh no, uh, my Sierra Nevada little hazy and uh, the old trusted, tried and true of PBR man. <laughs> you know. Got the old reliable. You got to have that one in the chamber. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought about that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it'd be the Terrapin Hot Executioner, mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that that's Foggy one. Geezer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, zombie Dust. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guinness. So I like that. I, it's a I like that. The thick like stuff. Like in the yeah. the winter. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. More or less, just for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, but if I had to pick an old reliable, like the old trusty steed, I would probably have to go with High Life. Mm-hmm. The Champagne. Yeah. Good choices. Good choices. No doubt. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's a six pack for this week, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's right on time. Right on schedule. I love it when a plan comes together. So we're going to wrap this up, guys. You can go follow us at Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. Uh, Instagram, we are at Dipping Milk and Cookies. I'm at the Cookie Commander. Mike, you are? At the Master Milker. Yes, sir. Uh, make sure you guys are like, sharing, rating, subscribing, reviewing. You know, all the reviews really helps out. Uh, it takes two seconds for you guys to do. And, again, it's, it's a really big deal for us. So please make sure you are doing that um patreon patreon.com slash dipping milk and cookies guys show some support we are really trying to upgrade some shit right now so uh some listener support would be fantastical so uh swing by patreon become a patron that would be fantastic uh, yeah if there's any kind of suggestions that you guys would have for oh, yeah, like yeah. merch if there was something that you want to actually like buy as a you know Nice little gift from us. Uh, send us some ideas because we're in the process of figuring out what we would be trying to market. But 
you know, it could be anything from calendars to coasters mm-hmm. to deck of playing cards. Like, mm-hmm. what would you like? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's Good also job. something, too. And then one more thing. Uh, if you know something spooky or scary shit. Go ahead and let me know, and then we'll talk about it. But otherwise, uh, I'm good. Yeah, I was going to say, any direct messages on uh, Instagram, Facebook, we will respond to. If you want to send an email with any kind of content, comments, concerns that you have, dippingmilkandcookies at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, We would love to hear from you guys. It's really fun when you have some fan-driven stuff to to discuss. And who doesn't like being on Spotify? So, yeah, yeah. Definitely hit us up. Let us know what you want us to talk about because we, uh, we are ready. We are ready. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, until next week, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy the holidays. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, Garrett. Merry Christmas, all you filthy animals. Um, I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Right. See you later. Bye. Later.